Hello. Welcome back to Pure Delusion. I'm Alexa Losi, your OG internet bestie, and I'm now your podcast bestie. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, this is the place where we talk about being in our 20s and 30s and being messy and navigating this world with delusion because I think it's the only way to navigate things. I always say like I'm kind of like the blind leading the blind. Like I'd like to think I kind of have my shit together. And I think I have my shit together more than I give myself credit for. But at the same time, I feel like every single week there's like something insane that happens and I cannot wait to share it with you guys. I love this because I feel like I'm just talking to my best friend. Speaking of best friend, I'm staying at her house right now because I <laughs> I am I have no place to live. <laughs> Okay, what was the most delusional thing that's happened recently? I always love my like delusion of the week. Um, thinking that a guy wasn't only had a crush on me. <laughs> um, moving with a hundred and two degree fever, and accidentally whipping around a fake Birkin around town. Oh my god, the Birkin! <gasps> we have so much to talk about. So. Yeah, basically, I moved out of my house that I was living in. The moving and the living situation has been so hectic in 2023. So I was living in Paris from the end of 2022 to like, I got back in like February of 2023, basically got back to my loft. I kept the loft. I've had my loft apartment for six years. It's been the best place I've ever lived. I miss it every single day. And I got back and basically within the first two weeks of being back in the loft, I found out my security was really compromised. I almost don't want to mention it because I know there are little trolls that operate and like to make fun of everything I do, which, hey guys, you're still listening. So maybe that just makes you a fan. Uh, No, I don't like to say I have fans. You guys are my friends. That's so weird to say I have fans. Get out of here. Unless you're a hater, then you're just a fan. Sorry, babe. Anyway, I, it's something that's like actually been really traumatic. I've had a couple incidences with stalkers in the past. And this was a situation that I just felt really, really unsafe. I basically either had like my boyfriend spending the night, a friend spending the night, or I was sleeping at my boyfriend's house. Like I wasn't, I wasn't in a good spot. I kind of knew I was going to have to move. And I was so frustrated because by the time I came to that realization, it was April, which is ridiculous that I would even stay there. But it was my favorite place. I was like, I don't want to leave this apartment. It's heaven on earth. This sucks. And I was talking to one of my girlfriends about it. And she was like, you know, I have a four bedroom house in the valley. It's far away from where you live. I have a pit bull and we have a six security system and it's a four bedroom. We have plenty of space for you. So I kind of got to the point where I was like, you know what? I should just move in here. I was also like so in love with my boyfriend and he was like, I think once we hit a year mark, we should consider living together. So I also didn't want to sign a lease because I was like, what's the point of signing a lease if, you know, it's going to be like, what, an extra six months of not being able to live with him when that's all I wanted to do. So moved in with my friend and she told me like when I moved in, she was like, I only have the house till December 15th. So, you know, I might renew it, might stay a couple more months. Like I have no idea my plans. So I'm giving you the heads up. I can guarantee you till then. But I don't know after that. And I was like, you know what? This actually works out. Can move in with the boyfriend December 15th. Epic. Great. Love it. So I moved in and it was, oh my God, it's like the best place I've ever lived. The house was so beautiful. I loved living with my friend. I love her dog more than anything. I miss them every day. And Ruth loved it. I mean, like I had a yard and a pool and it was just comfy. But I went from living in my loft, which I lived in for six years. And I would always complain that I had no storage. And I realized it's just because I had so much stuff. And when I moved, 
roadway moved me and their whole thing is that they do all the packing for you so it was amazing because i didn't have to do anything they just packed it up they brought it to the new place it was epic and yeah i got to unpack over the span of like three weeks and i found little nooks and crannies for all of my stuff because four bedroom house you have so much space and you don't even realize that you're like cramming stuff in every corner and i told myself so basically my life plan I realized my roommate decided she didn't like living in LA. She moved out in November and I was like, cool, I'll stay in the house till December 15th. Epic. This will be great. And I kind of also knew I was like, I don't want to sign a lease because I want to either like explore living in New York or Miami or Nashville. I wanted to spend more time in Paris and London. I was like, why don't I just put all my stuff in a 10 by 10 storage unit and only allow myself to keep that many things and kind of just float around until I can really decide the city I want to live in and I kind of get a grip on my life. Just so many things changed. If you listen to episode one, like boyfriend and I broke up, which was something I would have never expected. And I don't know. I just I know that they're like, here's the thing. I'm 29 right now. I know I'm not going to be able to float around forever. I have a really big inkling that I'll probably end up in like a serious relationship or like the relationship in the next couple of years. And then from there, I don't know, like I, I just, you know, I'll probably end up living with that person that I end up with once I find that person. So I didn't want to sign a lease because I was like, I need one more year of like a Euro summer and bopping around. And when I was living in Europe and then also had my LA apartment, I felt like I was just burning money. I was like, this is so stupid. I just watched this money pop out of my bank account for both rents. So dumb. Hate my life. That's so dramatic. But you know what I mean? Like I, I was like, I'll find a little sublet. I'll figure it out. And I'm moving in with my friend David in February. He has the most beautiful townhouse and it's cool. It's flexible. It's going to be like Shit's Creek though. Like Alexis and David, Alexa and David. And he's like this like handsome manly gay man. And I'm like, you know, an obnoxious little bimbo blonde girl. I'm going to be David all the time. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome, but beautiful house. And I'm going to live there until I figure out what I want to do next. So I'm excited. But in the interim, I was like, wait, what am I doing in January? Industry is really slow. I'm going to be going home for Christmas. Like, might as well. And so I decided to go to Paris for the month. And I'm excited. I get to start the year there. I haven't been back in a year. If you guys follow me on TikTok, you know I'm like, Paris is like my second home, which is so wild. I never thought I would say that. But I'm so excited to go back. I haven't seen my Paris friends in such a long time. And might pop by to Barcelona to see my friends there. I'm like debating going to London still. If you guys follow me on TikTok, you know there's like a guy there that I might I might see. We don't know. Because I don't trust anyone anymore. Everyone freaks me out. So that's my living situation. My whole life is in a 10 by 10 storage unit, which... I'm obsessed with my storage unit. My like hyperfixation right now is how much I love my storage unit. Like I just drive to this place and all of my shit that I'm not using is there. And it doesn't need to like weigh down on me. I don't need to lug everything everywhere. I only have the things that I'm actively using. It's so exciting. Like I was so nervous because my new room at David's house, which is now my house too, the closet is so much smaller than any closet I've ever had. But I was like, wait, I have my storage unit and the way that I've organized my storage unit is like basically just a closet. Like I have a bunch of wardrobe boxes and everything is hanging so I can just go through and get my summer clothes when I'm ready. And I have like all my products lined up on the wall. Like I took my time to really make my storage unit pop in. So when I run out of like bum bum Sol de Janeiro, I just hop in the car, go to the storage unit and there it is. And I can pick up tons of little treats. 
it's 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 honestly it's my it's my paradise except I went to go drop stuff off there the other day and I realized I had left like all of my shoes and I was like oh my god I need my shoes because I have to have my boots for Paris like why did I leave all my shoes here I'm at my best friend's house she's in Switzerland so I'm like living out of a suitcase at the moment for like a week I, I got the shoes and I'm like hearing people kind of like moaning down the hallway and I'm like no fucking way are people having sex in their storage unit and then I talked to my therapist and apparently that's something that's like really common like especially people in like open relationships they get like storage units and they put beds in there and then they bring people back there and they just have sex in their storage unit and I felt like I was being so invasive and then I realized that's just like really wild to me like imagine you just like your sex your sex palace is just a storage unit it's a five by ten at public storage. Single one of my friends that's not a Sagittarius thinks I'm out of my mind. But guys, I'm a Sagittarius Gemini rising Leo moon. Would you expect anything else of me? I'm just like living my truth and I'm cool with it. I'm freaking out on the inside. It's okay. I was so hesitant to talk about my dating life on the podcast just because I know every guy I've ever remotely had a crush on listens and they tune in because why wouldn't they like if you had a crush on a guy and he had a podcast would you not be listening every week I mean I wouldn't because I wouldn't have a guy I wouldn't have a crush on a guy with a podcast that to me is like an ick so is there a double standard I don't want to be icky to people I have a crush on for the podcast also fuck that love me for me I just feel like what sucks is that I lose any sort of mystery and I lose like like they can just get inside my brain and they know how I'm feeling. And that's like so annoying. But I prioritize the girlies. You guys mean more to me than these crushes. So if you're listening right now, sorry, there's no mystery. I'm going to tell you what's going on. But this isn't for you. I think you should tune off, actually. Can you turn this off? But if I have a crush on a guy and he's been on a podcast, I listen to every single episode just because I want to know. I'm like, how are you? Do I actually like you? Or are you, are you weird? They probably are weird. Anyway. I digress. As you guys know, if you follow me on TikTok, you know I've been going on a lot of dates recently. And I used to be so bad at going on dates. I would get so nervous. I was so attached to the outcome. And I don't know what it was. One day, just a switch in my brain changed. And I realized I was like, going on a date is just meeting a new person. It's meeting a new person and being like, oh, this is a new person and they're single and they are remotely interested in me. Cool. Why not get to know them? Why not chat with them? And if they're great, awesome. See them again. See if you like them later. And if it wasn't fun, it wasn't fun. And sometimes if they're great and it wasn't like a fit for me, I either wasn't like I couldn't I couldn't see going on another date with them. I'll set them up with my friends. And I've been doing that. Like I talked about the Nashville guy. Basically, my cousin lives in Huntsville, Alabama. And he was getting married. So I went to Huntsville and I killed two birds with one stone because I saw my girl Blair Fowler and I haven't seen my juicy star in so long. She's like the OG YouTuber that inspired me to be a YouTuber. So I spent a little time in Nashville and Blair works all the time. So I would just like go off and do my own thing all the time. And I had plans to go on a date with this one guy that I met on Raya. He was really cool. But we were like planning our second date. I get to the restaurant and I guess he had like a massive family emergency like I understood and he was like I'm so sorry like I've called the restaurant I gave them my credit card information I'm still taking you for dinner hopefully you have a good book on you and it's a great restaurant like enjoy so I'm sitting at the bar by myself and I'm reading my book was I reading Eve Babitz yeah I was reading like LA girly book Lana Del Rey Core. of course that's who I am and this guy comes up to me and he's like hey I see you're eating alone I'm eating alone too is it okay if I eat with you 
I was like, yeah, I would love that. And he ends up being so charming, telling me that he's in LA, tells me that he's in LA for the next month. And I was like, you know, I live in LA. And he's like, well, we gotta, we gotta see each other while we're there. He was perfect gentleman. I've literally described him as like Southern Mr. Darcy. Like he's so charming. He's so handsome, the coolest guy. And I really liked him the night I met him. And then when I saw him again in LA, I was like, he's just not doing it for me. Like this is, this should be my guy, but it's not. And that's a mistake I was making time and time again. Like I would go on a date with a guy that was really, really great. And I'd be like, well, we had so much fun. He should be my boyfriend. We should get married. Or I would be like, I felt really comfortable around him or he was really respectful or he put so much effort into this date. I should date him. And I would never really sit there and figure out if I actually really, really liked him. It just would turn into a relationship immediately. And my therapist and my best friend called me out after my ex-boyfriend and I broke up. And they were just like, you are doing the same thing over and over again. You find these guys that you feel safe about because you don't feel confident enough in yourself. And when you know that someone is absolutely 100% interested in you, you run with it and you play house and it's bad. And so I realized that I was like, this guy is really, really great. He's like handsome. He's nice. He's like hardworking. Like this is a guy I should be with, but I don't know what it is. Like there's just certain things that don't work for me. And I was like, wait, that's a friend. I can keep this guy as a friend. And then I realized he's like my friend's type to the T and she wants to settle down and he wants a girl that is going to take dating really seriously and introduce them. And now they're going to St. Bart's for New Year's Eve and they invited me. But I'm like, what am I going to do? Like sleep in the bed with you guys? Like, no, I don't want to go and be a third wheel in St. Bart's. That sounds depressing. I mean, I don't know. I would love to go to St. Bart's for New Year's. But I don't think that's in the cards for me. I don't really want to be the third wheel on the St. Bart's date. I think it's been good that I've been talking about it on TikTok because like I'm like, OK, just go on the date and you have something to talk about on TikTok for the girls. Like I'm going on these dates for you guys. And now I'm just like, I don't know. It's really fun. I'm realizing how fun it is to go on a date and be open and talk about people and genuinely be curious and people I normally wouldn't go on a date with. Like I have like a no actor policy. I think they're so terrifying. Like even my actor guy friends, they're all like boyishly classically handsome and their smiles are always so sparkly and they always give the best hugs and they flirt with you and you get so confused. You're like, are you in love with me or are you just a liar for a living? Like, are you just like, especially when they've been in like rom-coms, I'm like, I can't trust you because I know you can turn it on and I know it can be a lie and it freaks me out. But even like I went on a date with this actor that was on this show that I used to watch and we ended up just becoming buddies because he like didn't even know how to date properly. Like, the first date was really great. He was like doing all the right things. The second date he was like wasted and invited me to like a party with all of his friends but told me it was a date. I was like, I'm not doing that. And then he ended up like going on a date with a girl that was at the party because I gave them my blessing. I was like, yeah, I don't really want to. I'm not really even into this guy. Cool. You can date him. Sick. And then there is where I met this other guy, the London guy, and went on a date with him literally trying to find him a girlfriend because he was like, you're so good at this. I've seen your TikToks, like my sister's seen them. And you've now introduced two people that are really into like two couples that are into each other. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of slaying this. And I've done that many, many times before. So met up with him under that context. And then I was like, wait, I don't want to set you up with somebody like I want to go on dates with you but he lives in London and I kind of just don't want to do that to myself oh my god why do I feel like I'm gonna break out into hives telling you guys the story uh, 
Okay, so anyway, there's this guy. I haven't talked about him on TikTok because I actually really like him. And it's something too where I'm like, I think we both talked about the fact that we are both in like very different life spaces. We want very different things. He said to me like, I think you need to be with somebody that's more of an adult than me. Like I still feel like a boy. So we'll just call him the boy because he is a boy. He's not a man. And he knows that. And he's just he's like he literally said point blank, like, I think you should be with a man and you're in that headspace. And I just don't think I mean, for example, like he was making me food because I was really, really sick. Oh, yeah. I also had 102 degree fever when I was moving. It was the move from hell. But the first day I was like, I'm really sick. And he was like, I had the flu and COVID, whatever you have, which I think I just had the flu because I was testing negative for COVID. And he came and made me dinner, but then he left like an enormous mess. And I told him, I was like, don't make dinner because I don't want to have to clean up after this. And he was like, don't worry, I'll clean it. And he didn't. And I'm like, that's just such boy things to do. But it was so nice that he came over. I'm not trying to complain about Don't Fuck it. Clean up after yourself. I'm sick. And I'm also like such a Jane Austen girly, like hopeless romantic that I don't know. I'm like, I just want to be courted. I just want to be adored and cherished and this is what's gotten me into the pickle. Like I need to just be talking to multiple people at a time. Like a roster is healthy until someone is down on one knee telling me I am their one and only. I got to keep my options open. I've told you now, so you can't hold it against me. The craziest thing happened the other day. I like don't even know how this stuff happens to me. I feel like I'm living in a movie like this feels fake. So I never go to the nail salon. I hate it there. And also I always I'm good at doing my own nails, but I'm in the process of moving and my shit is everywhere. So I couldn't find my nail bag. I was like, oh, my God, I have to go to the nail salon. I'm going to bite all my nails off. It's going to be a nightmare. So I go to the local place that's like down the street from here. Like it's not a sceny L.A. place. It's like a random little salon, My quick little pedicure, quick little manicure in and out. So I get seated and I'm sitting next to this girl and I realize I recognize her because a month ago, basically there was this guy that I knew through my ex-boyfriend and I knew that he was dating her. He would always say the nicest things about her, but I had never met her. But I like he, you know, when like a boyfriend just loves his girlfriend so much that he like everyone knows who she is. I was like, I love this guy just because I love how much he loves his girlfriend. And I guess he got really stressed out. Like someone in his life passed away and he didn't really know how to cope with it. So he like basically broke up with her and like pushed her out of his life and he was confiding in me he was like I love her so much like I I fucked up so hard like she's the love of my life and I basically just told him I was like I know that you're going through shit but like the way you pushed her out like I don't I don't really know if she should come back to you like I think you need to just accept that like maybe it's over and it is what it is And he was like you're probably right like I'm just like whatever but she sounds like the coolest girl ever. He only has nice things to say about her. Even one of his friends joined in at one point. And he was like, yeah, that's the best girl you're ever going to find in your life. So I'm like, pop off. I love this girl. And I love that she set these boundaries for herself. Like, what a bad bitch. So I'm sitting next to the girl. And I'm like, there is no fucking way. This is so crazy. Such a small world. Like, this is nuts. And she doesn't know who I am. So I'm not going to like chime into her convert. I wouldn't do that anyway. So I'm like trying to ignore her conversation and like give her privacy. But she's loud. Like she's talking to her friend pretty loud. She's so close to me. I'm like, damn it. I shouldn't know any of this. Yeah, I miss him. But like, I can't go through what happened again. And I'm like, yeah, pop off girl. Know your boundaries. Like, yes. I was like so proud of her. 
she's like, I can't go through it again. It broke my heart. Like I can't get over it. And then she's like, I just like, sometimes I think maybe I do need to get over it because these guys in LA and I'm like, no, you're too cool. Like don't get over it. Set your boundaries, date new people. And she's talking about this guy and she's describing him and she's like, I don't know, like we'll be on a date. We'll be full makeout session. And next thing I know, he's getting a text message and he's like, I gotta go. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know if he's like nervous to like get involved with somebody. I don't know. Like maybe he's lying to me and he has a girlfriend. Like, I don't know his situation. And her friend was like, okay, like what's he like? And she starts describing him. And I'm like, oh my God, holy shit. It's the boy. No way. No fucking way. What are the odds? Like, this is so bad. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking through my text messages, realizing like I'm one of those nightmare girls that will summon a guy at 11 p.m. So basically with the podcast, I've been working on this podcast nonstop. I've had no time that I would be like, yeah, I want to hang out with you, but like can only hang out at 11. And I'm the girl that like summons a guy at 11 p.m. and just makes him talk to her till four in the morning. Like I'd be like, come over. And he's like, yeah, on my way. And then I'd get there and be like, oh, my God. So I'm making a souffle right now. You need to help me. And then we're going to play. We're not really strangers. And then you're going to leave. Like I am an absolute nightmare because I don't like casual hookups. It freaks me out. I don't know if that's like, you know, the Christian girl thing that I was raised with and that like is in the back of my head all the time. But anyway, I was looking at my text messages and she was saying, she was like, well, when did this happen? Her friend's asking her and she's like, well, it happened on Saturday and then it happened again last Friday. So then I'm going through my text messages. Oh my God. All of the texts that he was getting, that he was leaving her were from me. And then I felt like a demon. I was like, oh my God, this girl is like literally a prize and I can't say anything because she doesn't know who I am. Like I'm going to look like a fucking lunatic. And oh my God, she was just saying like, I really like him and like, I shouldn't like him and like I think he's like seeing I she's like I know he's like seeing other people like he's so hot and he's so this and whatever but she's like I just wish that like he would actually take our relationship or like take whatever we have seriously and I was like oh my god I've never wanted to tell somebody so many things in my whole life I never wanted to be like babe don't take it seriously like when he leaves he's going to my house and then I'm like oh my god like fuck like if I knew I would I don't know I'm just like, I'm so team girl that I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do? So I'm just sitting there and my face is turning white. My stomach is dropping and I'm just radio silent. I'm, I just like was paralyzed. I, my nails could not have taken longer. And this woman was fast at doing nails. I freaked out. And then I'm like, I don't know. This is maybe because I'm still transitioning out of the old me of like only being able to like play house with one person but I'm like how do you go from making out with a girl to seeing my text message to driving to my house playing we're not really strangers with me which is like the most intimate game ever making a souffle with me which is like a big deal for me watching Sabrina and then talking about our grandparents like I like do I need to be doing that with everybody the Jane Austen life isn't real I'm delusional. I'm like this girl that loves love when it's like, I don't know. Are you telling everybody about like and crying about how much you love your grandparents? There's no fucking way. I don't know. Maybe there is. But I'm now like freaked out and I trust no bitch and I shouldn't be freaked out because here I am with a million fucking crushes and I'm thinking like, I don't know. It's just it's not going to work. And then there's a part of me that's like, now I want to make it work. And then there's another part of me where I'm like, I never want to see your fucking face again. And then there's another part of me of like, maybe it's time to grow up and realize that everyone is talking to a million different people. 
Maybe it's time to build out the roster and whoever is my favorite or whoever courts me the best. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's time for a courting period. You can court me like Bridgerton. And this is why Taylor Swift wrote The Man. Because for some reason, it's like totally fine if guys are seeing a million people. But the second a girl is like, I want to get to know a couple people. It's like, I don't want to talk to her. Slut. Whore. If he was an actual grown man, he would be a contender. But he's a little boy. He's a little boy. And I guess I'm his favorite of the roster. But what does that fucking mean? I don't care. Can the guy, can my guy just like fall out of the sky? Like, can the man I deserve just like appear so I don't have to do this shit anymore? And the other half of me is like, no, Alexa, we're going to gaslight ourselves into knowing that it's fun to have a little roster. We're going to allow ourselves that. I don't know. I don't want that. I want to just like meet my person and call it a day. If you're out there, please fall from the sky but we can't play house. We need to get to know each other well and we need to make sure we actually like each other. If you think I'm cute and you have a crush on me and you're listening to this and now I'm freaking you out, please don't let me. I just like need to express myself. This is a journal, essentially. You should have one too. I'm just sharing it with a lot of people. It's also crazy because like the only date I went on in 2022 and 2023 until September was with my boyfriend and once I started talking about dating on TikTok, I feel like dates have been falling out of the sky. Like, is it a thing where guys see them and they look at it almost as like a challenge of like this girl is like going on a lot of dates. Like, I want to be the one that gets to go on a date with her. I want her to pick me. Like, I can't tell. Is that the situation or is it just something where it's like when it rains, it pours? I caramba. I sound like my dad that I don't talk to six years. Okay, let's talk about the firkin. So I'm staying at my best friend's house right now. And I'm also house sitting for my friend that lives like 10 minutes away from here. So I'm house sitting for both of them, essentially. And my other friend, she's the coolest person ever. She's like in her 60s, never got married, never had kids. She's so successful. She's built like a fucking empire. She's the coolest ever. And so she knows that I'm here essentially like longer for the holidays and she asked me, she was like, do you mind just like checking in on my place, making sure the mail's getting brought in and everything's, I was like, yeah, of course I'll go every couple days. It'll be epic. So she's in Egypt with her girlfriends cruising down the Nile. And then she's going on an African safari. Like she's just a bad bitch. I love her. Anyway, she has the most insane designer collection. Her archive is crazy. So if you ever see me in a designer piece, I haven't mentioned buying. It's more likely than not hers on loan. And she told me, she was like, you know, I really appreciate you doing this for me. If you want to take out a couple bags, like they would love to have a spin around town. I'm like, say less. So to get into her house, it's like so many different checkpoints. It takes me like 20 minutes and like there's so many keys, so many codes. There's a guard that I have to pass. Like it's, it's hectic. And her closet, I mean, her archive is insane. So it's locked and there's a keypad and she has like a crazy Birkin collection, but the Birkins are in a safe past like no one is getting into these Birkins and she told me she's like I will literally never loan you a Birkin unless you're going to an event for Hermes and I will be air tagging it and if anything happens to it you will get murdered I'm like okay understood totally cool and I don't know this past year I've been like building a little relationship with Hermes which is crazy because I've always like loved fashion and it feels so cool to finally kind of like slowly but surely get included in the fashion space as a creator it's just been a dream so my budding relationship with Hermes is something I value. I really shouldn't be talking about this on my podcast. 
please help me get an appointment so we don't have to have this happen ever again. So anyway, I'm in her closet. I brought in her packages, whatever. And I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, what bags do I want to borrow? I'm like, I'll borrow this little baguette from Fendi. Maybe I'll borrow like a Lady Dior. Maybe I'll borrow like this crossbody Dior. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of stacking up some bags. And then I see out of the corner of my eye, a Birkin. And I'm like, she said I could borrow any bag that was in this room. Maybe this one was just misplaced. I'm taking it. And I was going to Soho Malibu with my friends that day. And I was like, you know what? This is hilarious. Like, I'm not going to pretend I bought this. I'm going to tell all my friends the situation. But it was just like, again, I'm living out of a suitcase. So my wardrobe is like so limited and everything sucks right now. And I was like, the Birkin would make this look epic. So I took it with me. And I'm like walking up to lunch. My friends were like, what in the Birkin? Like, why do you have that? I'm like, I'm house sitting my friend's house and it's hers. And I just decided to take it for a spin. It's hilarious. One of my friends is like a massive Birkin collector. He has so many Hermes bags, but he was like, I kind of want a small one. Like, I just want to take a photo with this. And I'm like, okay, like take your little pick, whatever. Like, I don't care. You have so many Birkins. Like, it's not like you're like flexing, whatever. And he takes his picture and he posts it. And the first three comments are fake, fake, fake. I'm like, oh my God, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Is this a fake Birkin? Holy shit. And I start inspecting it and I'm like, yeah, there's shit that's like off about this. Like, like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. So we call our friend who's an authenticator and we're like, hey, thoughts on this Birkin? He's like, why would you carry that? That's like one of the worst Birkins I've ever seen. I was way too excited and thought it was way too lulz. And I brought a Birkin to Soho Malibu with me. Like how like, oh, my God, it wasn't even a good fake. He was like, this is a really bad fake Birkin. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God I wasn't like pretending it was mine posting it online because that's like not my style. But oh, like this is a nightmare. This is like this is so stupid. And so I call my friend and I'm like, hey, I have a quick question for you and I don't want to offend you. But I I brought the the Birkin that was out and she starts dying laughing. I, I can't even finish my sentence. She's like hysterically laughing. I'm like, she goes, babe, that was a gag gift from my friend. It's from Canal Street. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. She's like, you are such a clown for bringing this like China Birkin to, <laughs> to Soho Malibu. Like, let's pray you didn't run into anybody. And I was like, well, thank God. It was just me and my friends on the patio. No one else was there. I wasn't like whipping it around. But how embarrassing. My friend was mortified that he posted with it. He took it down immediately. And he was like, does everyone think I'm a cheap bitch and think all my other Birkins are fake? I swear they're real. This is such a nightmare. <laughs> And I'm just dying laughing. I'm like, all of this shit is so stupid. I fucking love it. Like, I, I, but I felt so weird. I was like, now I need a real Birkin. Hermes, please help me get an appointment. Please. I can't let that happen ever again. I don't want to be that bitch. And I felt so weird about it that I went to Rodeo the next day. And I told myself I'm on a shopping ban because you can get all the designer stuff in Paris for like a fraction of the price. And then you get the VAT tax back. I was like, I'm not going to buy anything, but I felt so weird that I went to Celine and I bought a pair of loafers. Like I could have waited a couple of weeks and bought them in Paris, but like, God forbid, I just mental illness. Like I felt so weird about the end that I was like, I need to just, I need some designer in my life. Sick in the head. Oh my God. So bad.
so bad. Another little delusional week in my life. Um, men are fun, but I don't trust them. And if a Birkin's not in a safe, you shouldn't trust it either. That's my delusion. If you guys have any questions of advice that you want, please email them to me. I'm going to get like a good email for the podcast. But for the time being, Alexa at alexalucy.com is where you can find me. So send in any questions because I want to start doing questions of the week. I think it would be cool to finish off an episode kind of including you guys and everything. I love you to absolute pieces. You mean the world to me. Thank you for being here. If you're still here right now, don't forget to give the podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Music. It tremendously helps me and I'm so grateful. I'm happy to be here. You're the best and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.